Alcohol Beyond This Point Podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast. Willows has an effect on mechanical devices, and which is they fall apart in his presence. Um, I have the same effect on women. I don't think that's good. No, I didn't say it was good. Oh. Um, the, hi. <laughs> this is the Sad Boy Podcast. <laughs> Where we um, talk about our faults and uh, how much of a fuck up Willows is. Um, it's it's funny because like I am like a textbook fuck up, and I'm <laughs> still doing better in my life than you. By literally only your measure. Most measures of like what mm. real human beings would measure mm. success. I'm taller than you. <laughs> oh no. Um you are paler than me. Yeah, so whiter is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a accomplishment. Um Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I can't beat that. Thanks. Yeah, you don't have to go on. Okay. <laughs> we can leave it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No um, need to make this personal. This is episode 87 of Alcohol Beyond This Point, um the podcast where we debate business topics both sober and drunk to see if we come to the same conclusion. And Willows has written, I am become death on the board for today's episode, and I bet he has a great reason. Um, Oppenheimer said that when he dropped the first nuke in the yeah. ever. Yes, and? Hmm? Hmm? Oh, uh, I uh, have a nuke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, we just dropped it on uh, Nord Stream too. So yeah, if so you're listening it, to this in the future, if you're listening to us. this, yeah, that was us. <laughs> um, that's pretty fucked up, hey. It's a very small nuke. Biden's basically like, I'm gonna sabotage Nord Stream if if Russia doesn't pull out of Ukraine, and then they didn't pull out of Ukraine, and then he sabotaged Nord Stream, and just no one gives a shit. Like NATO called it sabotage. It's yeah. not even like they're not even going with the accident thing. They're just like, yeah, they blew it up. And, like, it's German property. Like, that's... They're an ally, right? Like, this is an act of war? Question mark? I guess not. Who cares? Who cares? I just... No one gives a shit. Who cares? No one needs what? any natural gas. Whatever. Because the pipeline was still going, right? Because it was Nord Stream 1 that was... Called that got already, shut off that or whatever. Got, yeah, that was already shut off. For now. repairs. Yeah. But 2 was still going? I guess so. So this is fun. Yeah, so now there's no gas flows to at Europe. All. Yeah, to Germany at and least. And I'm still seeing articles about how like Putin's an idiot and he's losing and man, Russia's never been good at the whole fighting wars thing. They just throw a lot of bodies at it and don't lose. Like they Yeah, winter kills everybody and then they're like <laughs> yeah. haha. Yeah, they're pretty ruthless, but they've always been, like, they always punch way above their weight class. When you really look at what they've got, um, they're, they're like a medium-sized, middle-income country. Doesn't have a huge population. They're, they don't have a crazy amount of technology. They don't have a crazy industrial complex. It's like they're, they just kind of are mythologized to be this, like, world superpower. Thanks, because they've got, Hollywood. Yeah, well, they've got nukes. Uh, because yeah, but so does France, right? But they've got nukes that were pointed at 
Westerners. Yeah, but and so so were so, Francis. Fair. Um, yeah, so uh-huh. I don't know. Because you got to remember, like, a lot of the Cold War was, like, people are afraid of Russia because the government's like, we need to be afraid of Russia and spend all this money and build up our military and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, were they ever really a threat in that way? And Probably if, not. And if we don't pay our carbon taxes, then Russia's going to get even stronger. Huh? I don't know. I think that's what Biden says. We've got to pay higher inflation taxes because we got to send more weapons to them. Yeah, that is that is how that works, yeah. I have to wear a mask and close my business because Putin's mad. Am I getting, like, stories crossed? I honestly don't know. I think you've been cooking your brain cells in front of the television. I'm, um... I'm, I'm close to giving up, I think. <laughs> I can tell you're very slow today. Yeah, like, just, like, just giving up. And doing what? Whatever there is in the afterlife. <laughs> <sighs> it is it is kind of sad and depressing all the time. And uh, I bury it with work and uh, podcasts. It's pretty good. So here we are helping you bury your sorrows. You're welcome. The listener. Yeah. 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 Um, I was working in a, a house with a an elderly couple or it was it was their house i wasn't working with them <laughs> they were mortaring they were hustling um no i was working in their house and they're watching the new like live news on the hurricane on hurricane ian i guess and i think and i guess there's fiona as well but i think it's ian that's like just currently clobbering florida and fiona i think this is, hit canada really bad yeah and i think this is incredible because everyone's was all celebrating that we didn't get any like named storms in August and then it's like now it's hitting it's like oh maybe just timing's fucked now but yeah the storms look pretty bad <laughs> and the wife she's like she's like oh man the the world's just going to hell in a handbasket she's like everything's just always getting so terrible and it's like I didn't say this because it's just there's certain doomer things you just don't need to say <laughs> so I was going to be like, yeah, and you'll be dead before the worst of it hits. <laughs> because, shit, this is just the warm-up, lady. I guess, like, that makes me even more depressed that, like, if my lifespan is average, I'll probably die because of these. There's a decent chance that, that you I, like, could be... That I, like, die in a po- climate apocalypse? You could be killed by a climate apocalypse or an unstable government or food system or you know maybe our energy gets knocked out one winter and you fucking freeze to death in your sleep because your furnace kicked out and you didn't know yeah something nice like that yeah 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 i mean that'd be a peaceful way to go just freeze to death in your sleep for reference uh when we got our really cold winter nights here if your furnace conked out you you could pretend i don't i don't know if you necessarily die within eight hours You'd probably wake up. You'd, you'd definitely I wake up I think your first. body would wake yourself up. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. But then what? 
Um, well, I guess like start burning things. Yeah. Well, if like power was just out in the world. Well, for like a whole city or a province. Natural gas, right? That you're not going to be able to use natural gas appliances without power. Can't you lay your furnace if it's natural gas, if there's no power? Well, the control systems aren't going to work. You'd have to just and light it, it. And it ignites itself with a spark, and like yeah. the circuit boards won't run. Right. So it wouldn't be able to like regulate itself no. at all. Yeah. And that'd be sketchy as it's run. Yeah, it's run by electronics. It's not analog at all. Well, I guess everyone got rid of their uh, wood stoves, right? Not everyone. A lot of, like most people that live rural keep their wood stoves because it's a very real power, possibility. Power goes out all the time. Power, power goes out and stays out. Um, yeah, I guess we just die if the entire power grows out in the winter. No, you just come to my house. I'll be... Where we get EMP'd. Yeah. No, yeah. just come to my house. I'll be hooked up. Yeah. I guess, like, how do I get there? I don't know. Walk. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I'll send my dog sled. Awesome. With, like, 15 main Coons instead of dogs. I like... God, can you imagine? They'd be so fast. True. <laughs> they run, like... What is it, like 25 miles an hour? I think you couldn't train... Oh, you couldn't train them, though. You'd just be, like, fucking running after squirrels, and you'd be like, ah! Yeah, probably. Now, I, um... I tr- I'm trying not to think about this shit. <laughs> this is just, like... So, if like, what kind of demons are you facing right now? Let's turn this into a therapy session for Willows, because uh, I don't know where else to go with this right now. I guess I'm, uh... I'm just really burnt out, I think. I um it yeah. was a particularly You're at that time of the year. Yeah, it, it was a particularly long market season that we're coming to an end here in about three weeks. The my harvest is done and the wine is made. So that's like that was the that's like my stress point. That's the you, climax. That's yeah, that's usually the, the, the tipping point when it starts. My days start getting easier. So like that's been done. Um it's the end of September here. Um I can finally catch up editing this podcast. If you're listening in order, um, you probably noticed we haven't had a episode come out in eight weeks, and that's because I've just been too fucking busy. But um, usually I feel a lot of relief at the end of the market season, but I am not really right now. And I feel like um, it's a combination of, like, I didn't make enough money this summer um, because, you know, blame a thing, recession, whatever liquor sales are down whatever like inflation baby inflation you know buying craft local wine yeah it is what it is and and you know i would blame myself but it seems like i I keep an eye on every single other sales uh liquor sales in the province and everything's down even big box stuff is down yeah so i don't feel like it's my fault necessarily when you wrote your business plan when you wrote out risk factors and stuff we joked around about this all the time but it's like people drink when they're happy they drink when they're sad yeah they drink to celebrate they drink to whatever like they drink to drink but it apparently apparently the biggest risk factor to alcohol sales at least middle to expensive alcohol is just a high inflationary environment turns out that's a risk factor for every consumable product out there when who fucking could have predicted like you know, three years of pandemic and then a fallout from, from that, right? Like who, you know, there was no business plan I was writing that was covering, yeah, yeah, yeah. what if, um, what if the global economy shuts down? <laughs> like, yeah. And even if you could write into your business plan, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Except yeah. Except for which, maybe store cash away and 
don't grow. Yeah, which makes me more anxious, though. Yeah, that there was nothing I could could do. Um, I don't like it when it's out of my hands. Um, yeah, so I guess like I just feel like I, there was a lot of I put in a lot of I had to work more hours in the last like six months for less pay. Mm, like that... significant and not, I'm not talking like, you know, staying after work a couple couple days a week for like, you know, 50% less pay. I'm talking like we made $100,000 less than I wanted to. Yeah. In the last six months. Um, but I'm working like I was working 30 hours more a week to like a hundred or more hours a week to make a hundred thousand dollars less. Yeah. Right. It's like, not, <laughs> it doesn't feel great. <laughs> yeah. That's right? not nice. You know? And it's just like, I st- like when I was planning, like, it's like, I'm going into year six of the business. Not quite. Like we're still like five months off or whatever. End of January. But on, you know, most of my planning, if you could say that, it, we're like, oh, by year six, I'll be able to pay myself a living wage and, you know, maybe buy a house and like, you know, not have to stress and like, but I'm like back in, in at day one, essentially, maybe not day one. <laughs> I was going to say you're a long ways from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like, I um remember what your place looked like in day one. Yeah, well, we'll see if I can keep this up. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, we basically lost two, three years of progress, right? Yeah. On a five-year-old business. I mean, that's, you know. Crippling. Yeah, because I probably won't be able to pay myself much through the winter. Yeah. And I still only pay myself like two grand a month. Yeah, and it's and it gets harder. And it's probably going to go down. Like, I'll probably make 16K this year. Yeah. So do your books at home, fellas. <laughs> Can you live <laughs> that, on that? That's that's about 50% of the poverty line. No, poverty line's 22 here, right? 20, yeah, 22.5. Yeah. Our, it's, it's going up because inflation's going up. Yeah. Or, sorry, uh, minimum wage is going up to 15 bucks an hour, which is like 24K a year, I think. 15 is like closer to 30k a year yeah okay so poverty is going up to higher than that like right. higher than it is now right? right maybe maybe poverty is like 35 no it is like 20 but mm. remember this minimum wage jump that we're getting is like that's like a fucking 40 percent jump where was it at 11.75 oh and it's going to 15 so like 20 30 percent yeah wow yeah so um. Yeah. So so all in, the Americans on this podcast are like typing in how to get Canadian citizenship because yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like don't fighting, come here fighting for fifteen. Don't come here. We don't want you. No. Um. Even the nice just Americans. Kidding, I'm hiring. No, don't hire Americans. Hire anyone I else, ju- please. Literally just hired. Oh, uh, I guess he's a Ukrainian. I, I hate w- Americans. He has New York plates though. So do I. In one of my cars. Um, so this leads me into, um, something I wanted to talk about, which was, I think I'm going to do, I'm trying to do like 30 days, not buying any food. And, and I kept saying that to people like my friends and they'd be like, Oh, you mean like no takeout? I'm like, no, 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 no food 
at all. No groceries, no takeout, no restaurants. Spend zero dollars on food for a month. And? Well, I'm going to do it in like October, in like two days. Okay. But it kind of already started. <laughs> and what is the point of this? Save money. To, to do what? I don't know. I want to buy a house still. That's still on the list. Got to save for that down payment. I feel like this is a bad plan. <laughs> okay, so bear with me here, right? Let's back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm also fat, right? So you're going to fast and burn fat? Well, maybe that's like a secondary, right? So what's the primary? Save money. Mm-hmm. By dying? <laughs> well, no, it's, just, it's not that I'm not going to eat. I'm just not going to spend money on food. I did it for like a year. Yeah, see, I don't know how to eat without buying food. Yeah, so in 2015, 2014, when, I, when we started writing the business plan, but it was before we opened, uh, between when I was, we started the business and when I became homeless. Okay. In a, there was like a year in like 2014 or 15. I went like a year without buying any food because I didn't have any money because I didn't have any income. Right. Right. So what I used to do is go to like futurepreneur and other entrepreneur networking events and I'd just fucking eat all their sandwiches because they'd always have sandwiches. Yeah. Right. Finger sandwiches, Subway sandwiches, maybe some Tim Horton sandwiches, but it was always sandwiches. And uh, I would just eat like 40. Right. And then at the and then. I decided very, or I found out very quick that if I wanted to like make this business work on $25 investment, um, I had to lose all my shame. <laughs> so I started asking the organizers of the events if I could just take the food home at yep. the end. And like nine out of, no, probably more than nine out of 10, like 99 out of a hundred times. Um, they were like, yeah, sure. Like, like somebody's got to take it. Most of the organizations, like, multiple times these people I probably did this 50 times yeah and most of the organizations were like yeah we either throw them out or throw them in the break room and ha and then we throw it half of them in a week yeah like that yeah, was that's absolutely what happened that was a consistent through line so because I would I would start by being like oh like that's a lot of sandwiches left over like what do you guys do with these you know before I had shame to just walk up to a stranger and be like can I take these sandwiches yeah. <laughs> now I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Back then I didn't get, or like. Now that's just classic Willows. Yeah, now it's funny, right? But like back then I was like, and, I was. And also just as a, as an aside, when you, if you're in like an entrepreneurial group or networking event and you do that, people are going to be like, ha, that's a hustler right there. Like people are going to shame Oh yeah, no. I, I used to, th like when I was younger, young, like before I started doing shit like that, it would be like, I'd be like at an event and be like, oh, I don't want to go get a second sandwich because I'm embarrassed, right? Mm -hmm. And then now it's like, I go to, a, like, I was sampling a thing last week, some charity thing, and they start bringing out appetizers, and I start, like, waving at the uh, people walking around with the fancy appetizers, and I'm like, I'm like, come here, and he's like, oh, do you want one? I'm like, yeah, keep them coming. <laughs> and so he just kept coming around with the with the plate. To, yeah. Like, I fuck it, like, I still do this shit. Fuck it. But, uh, yeah, so I used to take these sandwiches home or whatever, 
and uh, I don't think anyone. There was a couple times where okay, I wasn't really in the war. like. Okay, I guess I was homeless shortly after this, but I, I. You know what's funny is I look back at this time and I'm like, ah, well, I was never that close to being dead. Yeah. <laughs> but like I like empirically I was, but I guess like I just know my own resilience. I would have never let myself. Yeah. Like die. Um, and I never went to a food, food, what do you call it? Food bank. I definitely could have. I had friends back then that used to like once a week, they'd go like a soup kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. One of my, one of my roommates, when we first moved, when I first moved to the city, he would, he would go all the time for lunch and he's like, yeah, it was chill. Yeah. And cause it's like no judgment, right? Usually. Yeah. Yeah, And he, and he was like, he was in college Yeah, and was like, well buttoned up going to like a nice college paying whatever expensive tuition. And he would go to the fucking soup kitchen because he couldn't afford to feed himself. When I had friends that do, uh, the, um, uh, cheer basket or whatever. Oh yeah. Where they give you a fuck ton of, um, they give you like a turkey dinner yeah, and give you like a fuck ton of, um, canned vegetables and shit. Yeah. Like whatever. Winnipeg harvest is like a a great resource. They hand out like 50,000 fucking dinners a, a year. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I I know. So I, but I never did that. Not that I have. I wasn't above it by any by any means. I just never got around. I didn't like the paperwork. Um, there was no parking in the in front of the soup kitchen, so I never went. Well, no shit. There's no parking yeah, in front of a soup kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> what a funny thing to say. What a weird. W- I'm gonna say that is a funny thing to say, but it's gonna be fucking relevant very soon <laughs> that's a peak willows quote i think there's no parking dude in front that's of the not soup that's not even a peak willows quote that, <laughs> that's like a commentary on our society yeah, yeah, yeah. i had it's a car like, but i didn't i couldn't afford to eat yeah, wor- yeah. the working poor is yeah. is fucking real like i own a business and you know hundreds of thousands of dollars in assets but i can't fucking feed myself like ain't, if that ain't american right there i don't know what is yeah, and um, it was funny because like I remember my roommates were like, "What the fuck?" Because they would come home, and I had like taken the uh, drawers out of the fridge to make room for my giant stacks of finger sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, what are you doing? Like, where are these coming from? Um, so I think I'm gonna do that for like a month again, mostly for fun. I was considering live tweeting it, like going day by day, yeah, and just being like how I ate that day, because I, I figure I can get away with like two days a week at my parents probably max yeah any more than that they always say oh anytime but i think i know them any, yeah, there, <laughs> any more than that there's a limit any more than that uh tinder dates for sure can make them pay uh oh fuck i forgot my wallet right boom block them boom free dinner <laughs> <laughs> um i can eat the stuff that my roommate's gonna throw out because it's expired sure um no and yesterday i was at a farmer's market tra- talking to the hot dog girl uh end of the market comes around she has like five hot dogs on the grill she's like do you want a hot dog i'm like can i take all the hot dogs she's like yeah sure (laughs) gave me like seven hot dogs and like seven and a bag of buns that she was just gonna throw out so i have i've just been i had a hot a toasted hot dog bun with cream cheese this morning for breakfast that actually slaps (laughs) yeah word so um yeah so i i'm pretty um, I have no shame. I was going to say, you got me, a, you, you've, you've sold me on this. I think you should do it. Word. I think I'm just not going to live tweet it though. Yeah. Because. Just post updates in like our group chats and shit. Yeah. I don't know where that's going to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, hey man, it might, honestly. Just live, something to do. Live tweeting it might be interesting. 
Yeah, but then because... I can't break it. What do you mean? Well, okay, I feel like maybe I, there's like I get drunk on the 18th of October or something, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm buying food. But if I'm like, if I'm making the commitment, this is just kind of like oh, I'm gonna try it, and do it. It'll be a, no, no, you gotta commit. I don't know if I want to commit, commit though. But it would be it would be an accountability thing. Like, well, you said. that's why I'm saying I don't want to do it because I don't want to be accountable to my dumb idea. This is a dumb idea. But I think it would be very. I don't think people would think it's dumb because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that feel the same way. I think like the the percentage of people and like especially parents that are skipping meals so that they can feed their kids is high. Like probably they said one in four Canadians skipped a meal in the last year. Yeah, probably fucking record highs. Like you honestly, you should do it if that's true. One in four Canadians. Like there's a decent percentage of Twitter that is either current is doing that. Or thinking about doing that is probably the other, uh, probably another 25%. And then the remaining 50% that can't relate are like, oh, fuck, this is serious. Like, I don't know, maybe you could do something with this. Like, I know you haven't been politically active or whatever, but like, it'd be kind of interesting to see where it's it like goes. It's like a statement almost. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a statement with no end game. You know what I might do then? Make it like November. Give me some prep time. Mm. October's in like two days. Yeah, just be like no food November. Oh, then now we're talking. Because everyone's doing like no shave November. No, no, yeah, yeah, no food November. But it's like, yeah. And just post mm. a tweet, be like no food November, and then I go over my rules. Yeah, because my rules are I'm allowed to buy alcohol still. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And then that's gonna... everyone. Everyone has to be able to pay for the rice. Well, and then that's like ruins the entire. Do- it it doesn't. It right? doesn't though. Every, um, everyone has a thing that they have to buy. Yeah, and I, can, I I I think like I was I was thinking about this a lot today actually, and I'm thinking like I can't buy any groceries, but I can, and I and I won't stock up my supply. Yeah, but I'm not gonna like not eat the shit that I have, obviously. Right. But I won't like because that'd be cheating if you just. Well, the gimmick is like you can't afford to buy food this month. Yeah, but it's that, not indefinitely it, in the past and into the well, future. Because it'd be cheating if I just stocked up my cabinet. Yeah, the day before, and then I have thirty days of food supply. That's fucking. Che- that's that's that defeats the purpose, yeah. right? And you can buy food with found money. Okay. All right. <laughs> you finally like find a toonie on the ground, buy some ramen, like shit like that. That's what I used to do too. Back in the day, was like I bought the no name soup in a cups. Yeah. Uh, for fucking, they were 11 cents a piece when you bought the 30 pack. Yeah. And I know there's no nutritional value, but it's like, that's literally a month's worth of food, right? Yeah. And I've, I've. For I've, four bucks, like. And I keep talking about it, but I found like this incredible ramen brand called Chef Woo's, uh, like W-O-O. And um, yeah, it's just a, it's a ramen cup. I think they're two bucks, like they're ninety nine. Um, which is, I mean, the regular fancy ramen I would buy was 99 cents. So I'm like, okay, whatever, double the price. But it's got 20 grams of protein, and it's fully, um, yeah. And it's fully uh, vegetarian, or, yeah, I think it's vegan, vegetarian, with uh, organic ramen and everything. Like, it's really good shit. And, yeah, 20 grams of protein in it, which is about as much as, a, like, a 6-ounce, 8-ounce steak. 
or a burger. Am I? Um... And it's got a lot of carbs. It's got a lot of nutritional value to it. For two bucks, it's probably the most nutrition n- nutritionally dense meal you could have. That's like not like an MRE or something like that. And they they taste fucking great. And it's two <laughs> two bucks. You could have one of these a day. I'll and do that next all, year and probably get all your nutritional value. MRE May. <laughs> Um, food, food bucket February. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Honestly, I would fucking love to see someone actually try to survive off of like an Alex Jones food bucket. Lord. Um That'd be rough. You'd probably get cancer. And so because I haven't eaten today because I can't afford any food, uh, here it's time for my uh, daily calories. Uh, <laughs> we're going to transfer over to the part of the show that we call shot collar. The part of the show, I said that twice. That's my new thing. I say part of the show twice. Um, where we take a... You, the audience, can pick a shot that we take. Uh, this shot is sponsored by um, Not Eating Club, the only social club where you don't eat and then all the members are dead. Um, thank you, for No Eating Club, for sponsoring this episode. Posthumously. Mm, that's smoother than I remember. <laughs> Shivers. So maybe I'll do this in November. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll make it a thing. And take a note, audience. Like Willows is like objectively my best friend. Oh, um, thanks. And buddy. I'm not offering him any help. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that's part of the plan. Oh yeah, no, I'm allowed to eat at friends' houses, obviously. Yeah. Or we're like at your house drinking. I'm gonna fucking steal some chips. Yeah, but I'm not sitting here being like, oh, buddy, I'll buy you groceries. No, 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 no. I, no, I probably won't let anyone buy me groceries. Like, if my parents want to give me leftovers, that's fine, yeah. but... No, I, I know... That's I know, cheating. I know you, and you're not gonna... You're not gonna want to take charity anyways. No, because that's not the point. Exactly. I'm trying to make a point. <laughs> um, and you're not back against the wall. Yeah, I can buy bubblies. I can buy alcohol. I could probably do no buy alcohol, just drink my alcohol. Yeah, that might make it better for the. Uh, you should probably do that for the marketing. Yeah, um, I mean you got <laughs> enough right there. <laughs> I have enough alcohol, not only in this basement to kill kill us both, but like the amount of alcohol I could just like take from my winery. <laughs> it's absurd. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not like that was homeless willows had to deal with that. This current day Willows does not have to worry about where his next drink is going to come from. No, <laughs> I have too much alcohol. Yeah, to the point where it's like I don't want to do it anymore. Because <laughs> yeah. like, it's yeah, you've too gotten much. tired of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time to rediscover my own alcohol. Cider. <laughs> yeah, maybe something. Honestly, the cider slaps. I, um, so my one of my workers, uh, Ben. He 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 likes liquor um <laughs> yeah so i he l- fucking loves beer fridays like him beer fridays is just like getting a beer after work on friday but wow but for him um it's when i'm like yo ben like let's beer beer friday let's go like because we don't do it nearly every friday like it happens maybe once every four weeks and but when we actually are working together and have got time to do it and we do it he's it's like you just told a kid we're going to build a bear like his fucking face lights up. He's so excited. He's like, "Are you serious, man? 
Are you fucking serious? Let's go. Let's fucking go. And he's like, hops in the truck. He's like, where are we going? <laughs> and uh, so last time we went to Sucrums, and I'm like, okay, what do you have? And like, um, whatever. He bought one round. I bought one round. And uh, so I'm like, oh, what do you have? And he's like, whatever's highest alcohol in the menu, dude. <laughs> and I'm Word. like, rough week. And he's like, just get me the just highest alcohol <laughs> in the menu, dude. <laughs> so I got him a fucking pint of something strong. I think it was like a double IPA. And, um, yeah, I got kind of properly drunk because this is like five o'clock, pretty empty stomach already. And, uh, yeah, he got pretty drunk and, you know, was, we're just talking about life and random shit and gave me like a big hug at the end of it. And I'm like, you really needed that, didn't you, dude? (laughs) Because he's got two kids at home. Uh, he's currently living at his in-laws because, uh, they sold their house when the market was really hot. And they've been trying to buy for like six or seven months. And they've gotten outbid on everything. And their budget keeps dropping every time interest rates grow go up. Yeah, that was... Um... And their bank offer expires. So like their their budget is shrinking and the prices keep going up. And it's like, it's, it's wa- I... watching real time someone get squeezed. It's fucking heartbreaking. I don't know this guy from a hole in the ground. I've never met him before. Um, but that is like the definition of people that are like jumping onto financial trends. Yeah. Like they're buying Bitcoin at the peak because they heard about it on the news, but it's like 10 months later than you should be buying it. It's like, Hey babe, I have a great idea. Let's sell our house, pocket a bunch of money. When the market cools down, we'll buy another house. It's like, that's just a bad financial decision. Well, that's not why they sold their house though. They didn't sell it because the market was hot. Like, they sold it because they were fucking sick of living where they live, and they wanted to move out of town and get a bigger property. They can't find rural land right now? No, dude. He was... Wow. He bid on something that was a 50-year-old farmhouse on five acres just outside of a tiny town uh, an hour from the perimeter highway. So, hour out of town, or sorry, no, 35 minutes, 38 minutes, something like that, uh, from the perimeter highway, and yeah, five acres, had a little little creek through the backyard, which was nice, um, most of it was bushland, and yeah, about a 50-year-old farmhouse with like mediocre to poor quality interior and finishing and whatever, like just a... A basic ass house. I think it was like three bed, two bath, or three bed, one bath, and uh, it was going for three hundred and twenty-five. Which I mean, if you live in parts of America, this is going to sound insane. You could pick this up for a hundred thousand dollars in like Illinois, maybe sixty thousand. And Iowa Nos. Yeah. And yeah, it was going for three twenty-five, and. The big problem was it had a cinder block basement, and those tend to leak a lot because fucking Manitoba. Cinder blocks have holes in them. Yeah, dumb, dumb. Fr- freeze and thaw. They've got mortar. There's there's seepage, right? So the, it's it's one of the worst basements to have. So they figured the actual value of this house is probably closer to three hundred five or three hundred. So they bid three fifteen, and it sold for like three forty. Word. Like fifteen grand over asking. Way the fuck out of town. 50-year-old, run-down shit farmhouse. And, yeah, still bidding wars. Like, the guy can't... Like, the balance between being reasonably close to the city and something affordable, like 
and for us and he's a it's a single parent income because his wife uh, homeschools and whatever takes care of the kids his kids are also really young like even if she wasn't homeschooling it would still be uh it's, she'd still want to be home most of the time but yeah so it's like why it's, doesn't she sell tupperware uh she does still make some money but it's not enough that would increase your mor- mortgage she <laughs> Uh, she's actually a uh, curator for the Winnipeg Art Gallery. Oh, yeah, so it doesn't pay anything. Fucking art. Yeah. Art's the worst. Yeah, so she's a curator in, yeah, for art shows and stuff. That doesn't make great money in Winnipeg. So, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking tough. Like, times are tough. It's, yeah, times are tough. Like, the guy's doing nothing wrong. Like, you should be able to buy a, a house that can fit you, your wife, and two kids. And that should be something that's possible, yeah, especially think... when you have like he has, you know, generously more than the required down payment. He's just limited by literally the interest rates and his and his monthly income. Yeah, like the reason I can't buy a house is because my on the books income is nothing, <laughs> zero dollars. Yeah, and and to be clear, like his on the books income is more than fifty thousand. Yeah, so if my if my on the books income was fifty thousand, I would have bought a house last year. Yeah, and there's like. He's got like forty, fifty thousand saved up. Yeah. And can't buy a house. Yeah, because I had like twenty grand saved up. Yeah. And I started looking into it, and our friend who's a mortgage broker was helping me out. And he's like, "Yeah, there's no fucking way." Yeah. Like, if you're a business owner who makes like, I think last year I made eight grand on the books. Yeah, you're gonna need like twenty percent down. Um, he said even maybe even higher. Yeah. Um. When Zappa bought his house with Brittany, yeah. uh, they both had to put 20% down for a total of 40. Jeez. Yeah. Because they're both self-employed. Because they're both self-employed, yeah. 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 Yeah, this is why uh, Carly's getting a government job, <laughs> and we're you putting the house in her name. <laughs> yeah. Shoot me. I've never... It's like working for the Nazis to pay... But I have to pay my mortgage. Ugh. Anyone who works for the government, I lose my respect for them immediately. <laughs> I was going to say it it's is. It's not worth the money. It is... A little bit different being in healthcare. No, it's not. No. No. no Fuck healthcare. I don't know why people think they need doctors. Like there's perfectly good people under the bridge that I've met <laughs> with elixirs. With elixirs and needles. And needles. That are freshly cleaned. I, I every time I drive past the bridge on my way to work, I see people give like getting their vaccinations under the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I will let the government know they're not needed. Yeah, fuck them. Um. Yeah, fucking life sucks, man. I think <laughs> life sucks. I, I know. I think. I, the fucking any any left leaning government is gonna get fucking clobbered in in elections right now because that's what happens. Like last time, uh, I forget who sent this in our group chat, but like last time inflation was this high, like the electoral map of the U.S. That was, was like ninety percent red. That was me. Yeah, uh, there was only two states. California was red. I guess I think that was California's pretty red still. Um, last time and yeah, last time inflation was this high, there was only two states in the union that were blue. Well, who who would have been? That was Reagan, right? What? Reagan like queen clean sweeped in the eighties when inflation was that high, right? Yeah, I'm Reagan's sure. not. Reagan's like one of the most popular right wing. <laughs> yeah, and he's presidents. a gigantic piece of shit. He's the devil. <laughs> he's the fucking worst. Ronald six, right? Yeah. R O N A L D six letters. Wilson, 
Six. Reagan. Six. Wow. Six, six, six. Yeah, he's literally the fucking worst. Like, Look, one of the most war criminally there's criminal a song, presidents. There's a song by Killer Mike called uh, Reagan. It's all about Ronald Reagan being the devil. And, um, yeah. And at the end, he's like, I can't say anymore because there's, like, CIA standing at my door. Like, <laughs> um,. I think my favorite part about the Reagan administration is how they're, um, I don't know what you would call her, basically Rasputin type figure in their life. Rasputin, lover. You know what's fun about that song is that I I actually do love Russian queens. True. My uh, history teacher in high school, actually it wasn't my teacher, but he taught history in the building. I used to say I looked like Rasputin. Hmm. Less handsome, though. Apparently, uh, no, okay, Rasputin kind of looked weird. Yeah, no, he... Like, he kind of looked like a horse. He just had a huge dick. Yeah, like apparently a, he like had, like, a 13-inch penis, apparently. Le- this le- is, like, yeah, on multiple accounts. Like, he literally had to, like, get special pants. Yeah, Rasputin fucked. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Including the Russian queen. Well, that's how he, like, he literally just, he's fucked so well. He was able to make these monarchs be like, eh, you know what, communism, maybe we could do it. Maybe we could do it here. But anyways, Reagan had their own Rasputin, Rasputin, uh, Ras- figure. Rasputin? Rasputin? The Canadian, I'm just, the Canadian Rasputin. I'm laughing Rasputin. to myself, imagining his face on a bowl of poutine, and I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm, I've, 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 I'm, lo- I'm losing it. <laughs> I think you're drinking on an empty stomach. Yeah, uh, because I haven't eaten because I don't pay for food anymore. Yeah, because Reagan got shot, right? I wish. Yeah, he did. And, and then finished his speech. Yeah, it like broke Nancy. And Nancy she, Pelosi. Yeah. And Pelosi went to this, like, guru some kind. And this guru was, like, actually had substantial sway in the Reagan presidency. Like, he wouldn't get in the limo if this woman said that you're, you know, this is a bad day to get in the limo. Like, you might get killed or you might get whatever, something bad's going to happen, whatever. Like, they, they would delay Air Force One. Like, they would cancel speeches or move events. And down to even, like the types of policies that he would sign like this this fucking woman had this incredible outs like influence over american policy in this period of time it was like is is that okay like is this tarot card reader from this timbuktu town running your country like i guess it's fine you elected the guy and then re-elected the guy it's whatever i liked um when he was giving a speech and then a balloon popped, and he said, missed me? Yeah. Well, he was an actor, right? So I guess he was, like, quick on his feet. Because that's a fucking... Yeah, he's a, he's a Trump figure. That's a badass line. That <laughs> like, fucking... Yeah. Because it was, like, right quick, too. You, like, thought yeah. for a second, like... Miss me. <laughs> miss me. Fucking great. But, uh, yeah, he's the devil. Um, yeah, because that's absolutely the front of your mind when you're in front of that pulpit. Right? <laughs> like, like, am I going to die this time? Yeah. Especially if you've, if you've already been shot. Yeah. 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 Um, Why would anyone ever want to be the fucking president? You have to be insane. Yeah. Which is fine. People are allowed to be insane. Yeah. I've 
this uh, this elderly couple was uh, talking politics, and they were fascinated and kind of excited that like I knew politics and knew what I was talking about because they were watching the news and Fox and like all these different things. And um, what does the fox say? His face every time I lean against lean away from the mic to say something loud is concerned. <laughs> Yeah, they were talking about like, oh, these these politicians just, you know, they're, they're just getting rich while they're in office. And I'm like, and then they just started like rattling off different politicians and like how much money they make and where they're yeah, from. Yeah, and they blame communism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, and, and they were saying like, well, Democrats do it too. And I'm like, the last four politicians that I just named were all Democrats. Yeah. And I'm like, you want to hear a Republican? I'm like, you know, Greg Abbott, right? Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. And I'm like, he was worth, they're like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, he was worth $350,000 when he was elected. 12 months later, he's worth $59 million. And they're what? like, $59 million? Like, they couldn't fucking believe it. Like, it, it was five minutes. They couldn't get over it. Well, do you see the thing where they put it up, um, a, senators versus the S&P 500 in, in 12 months? Uh, I think it was Unusual Whales. Follow them on Twitter. Shout out Unusual Lales. This is not sponsored, but they're fucking dope. They have really good... The whole... Someone who buys a lot of shares, usually called a whale. Yeah. So you, Unusual Lales was started by just tracking weird purchases and, and like w weird stock market moves. And big ones, yeah. And big ones. and But they do a lot of things. And they, yeah, they made a chart of um, every senator that broke that beat the S and P 500 in the yeah. last 12 months. And like, it's like 70 of them. Yeah. And, uh, most of them, and it's like a good mix of Republican Democrat. Uh, and yeah. number one is Nancy Pelosi. Who's ch like chief Democrat. Right. And the fucking report that came out was that they're actually not doing really any better than the S and P on average. That's probably because they av averaged in those other thirty percent that did really poorly. Yeah, on <laughs> or average, some I don't know. Yeah. It's fucking stats. You can do it. You can make you it can manipulate you them out real But yeah, it was really funny how I was talking about. Um, I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, if you go on like Reddit, I'm like, even like me and my friends do this. You'll see a senator make a trade, and it'll be reported, and then you'll see the statement that they make, and the news that comes out that's associated to it. You follow the money. You see what they're buying. You look at the statement, you can see what's going to happen, you place your money accordingly, in or out, and you ride the wave. And this guy, like, just fucking burst out laughing. He's like, that's incredible. He's like, that is so crazy. He's like, you guys really do that? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, you just you just pick certain politicians. And then the, the wife's like, yeah, like Nancy Pelosi. And I'm literally. like, literally, Pelosi yeah. trades. Pelosi and I'm like, follow her on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Pelosi and I'm like, tracking. Pelosi's like the big one. And it's like, it's funny because they're expecting um, this to be like, you know, me to have like certain partisan opinions. Yeah, you to be left-leaning. Or or either way. Well, you are left-leaning. And I'm shitting on everybody. You, see, the thing is, though, you are left-leaning and they don't understand the Democrats are, are fascists. Yeah, the <laughs> like, Democrats are just fascist with... That one dental care. But they don't even. No. At least, like, the, the they're, left... They're fascists that flirt with the rainbow flag and dental care the left in quotations in canada wants like dental care and like maybe homes for homeless people but not even they want like child care for rich white people and then like dental care for everyone and like carbon taxes uh and carbon taxes but like the left in quotations in america don't even want any of that no they're they're still right of center they're still extremely right of center they're, yeah, they're still right like, of they're right of right center Dude, fucking, like, Bernie Sanders is right of center. Yeah. Like, 
and they called him a fucking socialist, like which is incredible. But he's uh, yeah, only in the sense that Hitler also was a part of the National Socialist Party. Yes, Bernie's a socialist in that. Yeah, in that they're respect. all they're literally all authoritarian right. None of, none of them are like we should abolish capitalism, like. Yeah, I just I just think it's fucking incredible that most people are ignorant of this, and I'm sitting and I'm talking to these people that are multi-millionaires like they are fucking well to do it's the second largest development company in the province that's uh, not like a massive publicly traded company and they just they're green to this stuff they're ignorant of it because what they know is they build houses they make a, a fuckload of money and they live their I lives I build house I yeah. make money and they watch the 5 o'clock news and that's that's, and that's their it, perception yeah. of the world yeah yeah, my, I feel like it sounds mean, but I pity my parents. Love them. We're on better terms now than we used to be, but I envy love them, them because they're gonna no. they're they're gonna die fucking no, happy and no. bl- happy and well, blissfully okay, ignorant. Okay, so here here's what I'll say: is that I I was gonna say I pity them because like they just like they're so in their own bubble, but. I don't even envy them because you're you're saying like they don't understand how the world works, so they're happier. Yeah. But like my mom's stressing about this Ukraine thing, right? And I'm like, mom, like, well, you know, I, yeah, I shouldn't say. And that... I'm talking about how like Zelensky's enabling Nazism, you know, f- basically as a puppet for the West, and she's like, well, no, he's a Jew, so he couldn't be doing that actually. Well, <laughs> well, um. But like they're st- like my mother was like considering taking refugees into her home. Yeah, and you know my parents; they don't like anyone in their home. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't like me in their fucking home. Yeah, but I, I shouldn't. And say... I'm like, why are you, mom? Stop! Like, why are you even considering this? My dad's rolling his eyes, but she's like, we need to help them. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, she doesn't give it. But fucking, you know, how long has she been alive? 60 years she doesn't give a fuck about any conflict that's happened until it's white people right like because and it's not her it's not her being racist it's just the news is telling her to care about this yeah cbc is is, telling her to freak out yeah cbc is saying hey look at these people being murdered but then like you know what happens in Myanmar or syria or wherever and it's like oh terrorists Whatever. Oh, we missed we missed a drone bomb. It's not like well, oh, civilians got fucking, a, we're talking civilians about got massacred this today. Right? In Haiti right now, they're storming the fucking barricades, trying to dispose their you know American appointed president. Basically, um, Cuba. We were talking about this yesterday. Like, is is passing some really really progressive, where they're like codifying uh, gay, homosexual marriage and and raising children and stuff and basically, putting it in the law basically they're removing the financial restrictions to a family unit that's non-nuclear family yeah and like, um like you know and Domin- that's a, dominic toretto and his homies could be a family yeah and i'm always like because like castro was very was homophobic yeah um castro and che guevara both were like well you can't be gay and communist like you know they were they were then the well documented that they were homophobic but um you know and then somebody here when they're arguing communist ideals they're like wow you know he had to be it was the product of whatever it's like i you know so i'm always a big criticizer of fidel castro but um 
you know, look at, I don't know. I've come completely around. I'm like, communism's good now. Let's be communists. So here's, here's, here's my question because this is a business podcast, right? Why would anyone care about running a business when the world is literally falling apart and there's so much more important things to worry about? You got to do something. Yeah. So I guess my, my response was going to be like, why would you care about a job? Like, why would you care about living? Like, sure. But okay. So bear with me. I'm creating a business to make money, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I think that in the long run in, in like in 30 years, I'm still 56, right? Like I'm still relatively young. Like I'm not, it's not like I'm going to like, you know, in 30 years, I'm almost certainly going to be making millions of dollars in a year. Yeah. Like almost certainly if I just stick this course, right. Um, It's been five and a half years in this business, three of which have been a pandemic. Right. Almost certainly if I just stick the course, I'll be, I'll make a lot of money. Yeah. This millionaire today is like, yeah, I started my business when I was 32. Yeah. So, which is far in the future for us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So my point being like, almost certainly I'll make money, but right now I'm not making any money. Why do I keep doing this when I could just be like, okay, well let's do some math here. I could go like not, I'll get you to say it so it doesn't look like I'm just jerking myself off. I'm probably qualified to go get a sales position or a sales management position even that pays probably a hundred grand a year. Oh, you you wouldn't get a hundred grand a year, but you could probably get sixty, seventy. I could probably get two hundred. Well, I was being modest. It would take you three to five years, but yeah. Okay, but I'm not going to be making two hundred grand net, or I guess that's it before taxes, but like. What's 200, probably 100 after taxes, 120 after taxes. I'm not going to yeah. be making 120 after taxes in three to five years from my business. I'm probably not. Probably not. So wouldn't it make more fiscal sense for me to just go, go get a sales management position and work up from there? Fiscally. If yeah. If you're just trying to make money and buy a house and do all that shit. Yeah. Absolutely. But if the world's ending, why would I care about saving money and buying a house I mean if it's the revolution wherever you're living I guess is your house but then they're gonna take it who because I'm a capitalist <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who who's gonna take it the freaking bourgeoisie no I'm the bourgeoisie the freaking proletariat see this is the fuck they're up. gonna seize it this is the thing that people don't fucking think about because Fox News tells you to be scared of the communists because they're coming for your money, they're coming for your jobs, they're coming for your whatever. Trust me, if the communists take power, if there's a redistribution of wealth, if there's a radical you're not upheaval rich of the system, <laughs> you're not in the fucking club that's yeah. going to get skimmed. Yeah. You're going to be in the club that gets benefited yeah. from the skimming. Like you are, You are the 1% of... Or you're the 99% that holds the 1%. Like, yeah. you're not going to fucking lose anything. Like, yeah. there is... There's no way That's that you point. lose in this equation. That's a really good argument. Like, you're not even... Not even are you below, um, like, the global average of wealth. You're probably below the average of, like, your national income. Okay, no, you Like, um, na- our national household income average is, like, it's pretty high. Uh, worldwide national... Or, or, sorry, I, Worldwide national. average income is like 18 G's a year. Yeah, what's our national? Like it's probably... Ours, 38. Not national. Household income? 
no house no individual i think like 60 70 yeah um i think it's 38 individual income is is um, no is uh I think like what it's like thirty six mean, forty five median, and that's not counting for ultra rich and rich people because well, those mean, people don't have income on paper. Mean is accounts for them. Median does not. Yeah. Median is the middle of the line. Mean is the average. Yeah. So that's why you always have to do median household income when you're trying to calculate because. Um, the the average income mean is the same word for average. If you're not in the know, mm-hmm. the average household income in the United States is skewed so much by the amount of billionaires, yeah, uh, that it's like thirty grand higher than it actually is. Yeah, so that's where like Republican talking points is like, well, look at our average income, right, is so much higher than every other country. But if you take median, it's like. Or you just cut out, uh, like, Calabasas. You cut out the outliers. Cut out three neighborhoods in California and five neighborhoods in New York. Yeah. Uh, you've and, and now it's, like, 30 grand, like, when it used to be 50. Like, um, yeah. what is it? Um, there was some interview. Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos live down the street from each other. Okay. Um, and the interviewer's, I think, talking to... Bezos and he's like you and Mark Zuckerberg live on the same street and he starts laughing and he's like so not even the same na- state or the same neighborhood <laughs> or the same whatever it's like is there something in the water there <laughs> like um and he's like should I should I move it uh, I forget what the joke was but he's like should I move there or whatever he's like oh you bring the property value down or something like <laughs> there's something funny but uh Bezos has some good lines um, more than Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, I think, is an alien. <laughs> he was pretty good on Rogan. I would love... Like, long form, he's pretty good. Because he's smart. Yeah. Right? His IQ has got to be fucking 200. Like, yeah. um, You see that interview with Bezos where he has... Um, where he's, like, balding? It's, like, back in the day. He's in the car with the interviewer. And he's like, uh, you're worth something like... Eight billion dollars. This is like way back in the day, right? And he's like, just kind of like what we're trying to be humble. And he's like, I only asked that because I have a follow follow up question. He's like, yeah. He's like, why the Honda? <laughs> Starts laughing. He's like, it's a perfectly good car. <laughs> I yeah. I don't know. He has yeah, some. You see, he's some good lines. They're all kind of robots though. All these fucking guys. Like the like I like. Um, I like Elon because he's expressive to the point where it's detrimental. You know what I mean? Like he's had fucking FTC lawsuits and shit because of his, of his tweets. Yeah, he doesn't like. He you don't see Zuckerberg saying controversial shit. Yeah, he's right? not. He, he doesn't have a highly manicured PR presence. Yeah, but certainly anything that Bezos and Zuckerberg post are read by 500 people before it gets posted yeah definitely not i mean that's but not for bees or not for musk like yeah and, it co- and, it co- and it's, and it's cost him wants. dearly well that's what i mean but like i respect uh sacrificing 
for just doing whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, he's like, that's the cost of business. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I'm banging Grimes, by the way. <laughs> and it's like, what? How do you even know each other? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, I don't know. I'm uh, I, I'm becoming more and more like I have no opinion on people. I'm just, like, happy they exist in this, like, this chicanery that we call life. Like, it's like um, I'm watching a movie, right? And you're like, you ever like watch a movie or a TV show and you fucking hate a character? Peaky Blinders, I fucking hate Gina Gray. Fuck mm. that bitch. But it's like the fact that I'm... I love a, the actress though. Well, that's what I'm saying is that it's eliciting such powerful emotion from me because Anna Taylor-Joy is making a character that I fucking hate. Yeah. So like... M- Willow like me I'm like that's a great actress creating a character that I feel genuine emotion about that I fucking despise um and that's kind of like me in 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 life now where I'm like I'm glad Trump and Elon and Andrew Tate exist because it makes the movie better that they exist right right yeah, I think one of the best pieces of advice I've heard is if you are able to dissociate like your public persona, your personality, and like what people perceive you to be, like the person that you are, and you can perceive that as like a character that you play in life, your mental health is substantially benefited. It's like Jim Carrey being like, Yeah, I that's who I that's who I play. Like I play I play the the best part I think someone asked him like what's the best part you've ever played he's like Jim Carrey here's something a story I think I've never told anyone out loud wow I th- well there's a couple of people that okay so when I was in high school no when I was in junior high grade 8 grade 8 was when my life started to go downhill that was the first time where it was like oh I can be sad in life and then it just started to go down from there and um I remember in grade 10, 9 or 10, something like that, I started seeing a girl for the first time, like my first girlfriend, and I started, like, getting a little bit more confidence, and then I was, like, that's when I started, like, hanging out with people that were doing, like, MOM and stuff, which was, like, in retrospect, like, they were all grifters, but it started getting me to thinking about business, and I was start, started reading books and stuff and articles, it's like, oh, like, how to be like you got to be confident to run a business and stuff like you know stuff like that but i was like depressed yeah and i was like you know whatever and i don't know where i read it or consumed the information but one of the um one of the things that i consumed was like just fucking walk with your shoulders back with your back straight and uh especially if you're wearing a suit yeah, well, yeah. If so, you slouch in a suit, you look like a... You look, yeah, you look trouble bubble. You look tw- twice as bad. And, uh, but so I started walking... To, and I, I, like, there's pictures of me with different headphones all the time. I used to wear, like, old computer headphones, but they'd break, so I'd find new ones. And it's like, there's fucking all the pictures from me from school. I'm wearing weird, like, not just iPhone earbuds. I'm wearing, like, a Walkman big fucking hair headphones, like, whatever. But I would walk down the halls of school... It was like 14, 15 and like just playing music and being like, I am the main character of this fucking movie and just walking around with my back straight fucking like not moving out of the way when people get in my way 
Yeah. And just, and that like significantly, not that it, like I was like, I was doing that intentionally, but then I don't think I realized how it was helping my confidence. Yeah. Until when I got cheated on by that same girlfriend, I lost a bunch of confidence and then I guess it was going on for weeks. And then one day I just real, I was at a, I remember this very vividly. I was going past a bus stop on my way to school or, or on my way home from school in Henderson, right by my parents' house. And I, uh, somebody walked like into me basically. And I fucking just like zerped around them. Right. And then right there. And this is like three weeks after I had, you know, got dumped or whatever. And, I thought to myself, I'm like, what happened? Like before I would have just walk through that guy and be like, get the fuck out of my way. Like I'm, you know, I'm walk, I'm walking here. Yeah. But then I was, and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, am I walking with my fucking shoulders tucked? Like, am I walking with my spine curled? Am I walking like unconfident? And I was. Yeah. And it was just like a mental, a lack of confidence physically showed itself yeah which i thought would and that was like i was probably 15 and that was like a perfect that was a epiphany for me Hmm. where i'm like that's so weird that my like mental state subconsciously because i didn't realize i was no longer doing that i didn't realize i was walking with my head down anymore yeah you're just trying to disappear but i didn't even think about it i'm like i'm not like oh i'm putting my head down because i'm sad i i just I was walking, I was just walking home. And I remember that being like a breakthrough point for me where I'm like, wow, that was weird. Hmm. Why did my, why did my mind subconsciously put me in a position like that? So now where it's like, if I ever need to feel more secure, it's like, just fucking tighten your back up and (laughs) walk around fuck them. Yeah. I think it's subconscious. Well, it's not subconscious. It's natural, but people perceiving that as weak is them realizing that your state of mind is weak. Yeah. Cause it wasn't even like weakness. I'm just like, why did I change yeah. physically? Right. Right. I, I had, a, I had a similar experience actually, but mine happened through uh, martial arts. Yeah. Okay. And what I learned was the term uh, Sanshin, which is like your intensity, right? It's like when you're in, when you're getting into a fight or an altercation, your like confidence and intensity alone can win a fight. Like if someone comes at you like maximum energy screaming has a high level of intensity. It's like, looks like they're ready to kick your fucking head off your shoulders and you, and you're just like kind of upset you're probably going to cede the fight to that guy or you're going to be on your back foot and now you're reactive, right? The person with the highest level of energy and intensity is going to win that altercation. What and do they call it? Senshin. And that's Japanese? Yeah. And it's something that like the samurais practice when you see them fight, they always have like, they get super amped up and they scream and what they usually do is they kind of run with their like sword kind of held back at their at their, at their their hip tailing behind them and you just sprint at your target and you just scream and you stare them in the eyes and and the person will step back and the second they start stepping back or moving defensively you have them because the second you're reacting instead of acting you lose and it's like um, and i took that lesson to heart in the way that i would just like walk around and kind of just 
I, w- I would realize certain situations and especially when I got into like sales and business, whatever, I would realize that kind of uh, energy intensity that would happen in, in meetings. Yeah. And I would recognize the opportunity where I could like increase it. And it was like, it was like putting your hands on the table, leaning across the table, staring someone in the eyes and getting intense over a certain situation. People crumble. Yeah. And it's like, I'm fucking nobody. And I just like, I'm acting. Yeah. And it works. And it was, it was really fucking weird to experience in the real adult world. Cause I thought there was like, oh, this is like a fantasy thing. This is like a, a make believe thing. Yeah. And then you do it and you're like, oh, this is real. Which was the weird thing about doing martial arts is like a young person getting initiated into the world. You don't really take it that seriously. It, cause it doesn't yeah, seem you, real. Going to karate club is like going to fucking swimming lessons. Right. right? Like, yeah. But you not... don't, yeah, you don't, you don't really take it that seriously. Yeah, it's weird that like I stopped doing swimming lessons because I thought it wasn't cool anymore. Hmm. And it's like swimming. I know how to swim pretty well. That that was growing up with a cabin. You right. just learn how to. You get thrown in the water. You learn how to fucking swim. Like I can swim. You you watch me fall out of a kayak. <laughs> you know I can swim pretty well. Um, but I stopped doing swimming lessons in like grade seven because I'm like my friends are gonna think I'm dumb. And it's like, that's weird. Like, what the fuck am I? I I've been thinking about doing martial arts. or It's, bo- it's or, really good for your mental health. Or boxing. Yeah, boxing. Something like or that. Boxing or jujitsu. Something where I know Those I'm going to get my ass kicked. Yeah. Um, But I've like, that's, I'm submitting to it. Like, I know I am. Yeah. And that's part of it. Um, I feel like I want to learn how to fight. Because I'm really fucking useless. <laughs> I think you should. You you'd probably be better off with with jujitsu instead of boxing. Yeah, it's just better. Yeah, I just I still want to do a charity boxing match with other winemakers. <laughs> <laughs> but you just wrestle the guy, choke him out, wrestle, wrestle. I fucking beat the Mud shit out wrestling. of the ref, and then uh, and then I can do whatever I want. True. Um. Yeah, I there's a lot of things I want to do where it's like, but my. My my whole thing with like health and fitness has been like I'll get rich and then I'll figure it out later. Yeah, it's not cheap. Anything. Do, right? Doing one of those clubs, you're looking at least a hundred bucks a month. Yeah, name a thing. Even like gym membership. I'm talking about like not buying food for a month. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Um, you well, get a, and you get a like, gym membership for like fifteen bucks a month. So here's the thing. It's something I don't give a shit about. If I cared about not being fat, I wouldn't be fat. Right. I don't get, I really don't care because I'm able, like, I'll just say it and then I'll backtrack if I'm, (laughs) I can get laid looking like how I get laid (laughs) or looking like how I am with a beer belly. And that is the, I don't give a shit what people say. Oh no, I'm working out for myself. No, you're not. You're working out so girls will want to have sex with you. I fuck off. Right. There's not a single man. That is trying to get ripped for himself. I don't give a fuck. I, I sometimes they come up on my um because I guess entrepreneur TikTok and um, fitness guru TikTok is like the algorithms lap, yeah. overlap. So occasionally I'll get fucking uh, fitness guru TikTok on my algorithm, and it's like, oh, I, it's like some girl. It's like, oh, I, I don't like a guy with a lot of muscles, and then it cuts. He's like, well, I'm not doing it for you. It's like, no, you are. Yeah. Fuck off. Like, no, I'm not doing it for you. Yeah. It's like the guy that says that. 
There's not a single man in the world. He's not world. doing it for you because you re- already rejected him. Yeah, based on that's that incel per- behavior, right? <laughs> based on based on your shitty personality. Yeah, no, I, I I will make the statement. I don't think there's a single man in the world that isn't thinking about. Maybe it's not the main because, like, for instance, I I went to school with somebody who uh, it wasn't. They don't call it a heart attack, but it was like at like 25 mm. had like a cardiac episode. It's like not bad enough. It does, like didn't stop blood flow or something. I remember reading about it where it's like they can't call it a heart attack because it's not that bad. Yeah. But it's like, oh, you're going to die at 50. Yeah. Because you're fat. And then they got, and then they lost like 115 pounds because they're like, I'm going to fucking die. Right. Fair. Getting laid is not your main motivation there. But I promise you when this guy was like, you know, doing one more rep in the spotter's like, no, no, no you got to do one more. He's like, no, I can't. He's like, no, you got to do one more. He's like, if I look good, girls gonna have sex. <laughs> and that was like the last thing that made him get that bar over that fucking thing. I promise you. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point though, it's also just about you feel good, dude. Sex is just like the main driver of war of yeah, human but, behavior, right? But fitness releases similar endorphins as to having sex. So I do a lot of drugs, right? Yeah. Um, those give me my endorphins just fine. I don't need to work out. Um, uh, on that note, uh, let's take another drug. I'm going to take another drug here. This is the drug shot that we call shrug collar shrug drug. Should I? So my business name is shrugging doctor, right? Shrug. And a lot of people abbreviated to shrug doc shrug drug? shrug drug. We're a dispensary of what? I don't know. Drugs. I'm putting that in my business so- idea. Go become a pharmacist. I have two and lists in my phone. One called business ideas. One called non-stupid business ideas. Yeah, becoming a pharmacist is a non-stupid idea. Do you ever See, go to school for a while for that? Oh, a long time. Do you ever go to med school? Mm-hmm. Long time. You're, doc- so, you're basically a doctor. We don't usually take uh, two shots on the show if they're 40%. I was going to say, we um, usually, well, lately we have been. So, you know, I was about to say, uh, now that I'm this drunk, no, I'll probably need one more, maybe two more. I don't have to eat tonight. So hmm. there's two hot dogs I have left over. I can save till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no eat November, baby. Just thinking. We're going to transfer here into the last part of the show that we call tip, tip, tip of the morning, where we... Tyler gives you a business or life tip that we are currently going through in the life of the week. That was the weirdest fucking cadence I've ever, ever had. You're trying. I'm, uh, the sad thing is I'm not. No, Mm. the sad thing is I, (laughs) (laughs) I am. I don't know, man. I'm so, I, I really don't like myself. I feel like all my friends, you included, talk shit about me when I'm not, when I can't hear it. And like, nobody has a good opinion of me. Like anytime my name comes up in conversation, everyone has only negative things to say about me. Yeah. And, um, and I need to make a change. Right. And, but then I keep saying like, I need to make a change and I, and I actively try to change and I keep fucking up. And like, it's just like, I, I don't know how, like when I try to try my best and it still works out badly, I don't know, like I should just kill myself, right? Like I can't, I am just a bad human being. I'm a fucking defect. 
Yeah, everyone's got that thing. And I'm just bad. That's Every, everyone's thing. got a thing that makes them feel like a failure. Everyone's got a thing. And like I think our friend group is really good because all of us have very different things that we're really bad at. And we're pretty good at accepting that in one another. And it's like, yeah, yeah, no, we know you suck at that. Like everyone knows, dude. I just need better friends. No, no, I don't think it's possible. You get some yes men. Like Joe Rogan. Now we're talking. He's doing great. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, objectively, right? I mean, if your friends become yes men, I think at that point I would start resenting my success. Yeah, but my friends talk shit about me when I'm not there. It's not like it's constructive. They're like actively trying to hurt my life. <laughs> I think your friends talk shit about you only to your other good friends because they want to help you. No. Or I've heard either that, things. either that, or to your face. I don't know. I think to your face is the best kind of shit to talk. I agree. So, so my tip of the week. Mm-hmm. Is there something in your life that you think you can't live without? Maybe try to give it up for a bit. I'm going to give mm. up food for a month. <laughs> Buying food, not eating food. Yeah, but the marketing, right, is right. very important. No food November, that's going to get in the news. And people are going to be like, oh, he's not eating food for a month. Dude, you should write a press release. Be like, local business owner does <sighs> I don't no want to spam, November. like, my contacts with, like, my sh personal shit. That I could probably do. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I'll <laughs> make this a whole press thing. It's a human interest thing, man. Oh, uh, maybe I'll, oh, uh, no. Maybe I'll make a fucking donation thing and we'll donate to a food bank. Yeah. You can do that. Fuck. Uh, now this has to become a thing. <laughs> <laughs> now you're making a commitment over something that was supposed to be nothing. Now I have to go. So you do one people. for yourself and the second one for the public. Yeah, now I have to go help people. No, you just got to do a GoFundMe and write a check. That's like but two things. My tip, I'll, I'll round it out. <clears throat> my therapist said, I'm, I haven't been drinking as much. This is real. But when I was like, more addicted I couldn't go a day without drinking alcohol for a while there a few years and uh, my therapist said just pick one day and don't do it so that's kind of my tip is like one thing that you're addicted to caffeine alcohol uh, vaccinations under the bridge just one day just a Sunday God's day <laughs> or just a Tuesday whatever right tortoise day right just go go a little bit without it. And then maybe you can do a week without it. Maybe you can do a month without it. Who knows? I don't know. But just try. Make a little bit of step. A little, little step in the right direction. Hmm. Maybe you'll thank yourself. Probably will. Give me a tip, Tyler. I think my tip... And this is some advice that I really need to take is uh, go and try and talk to somebody new. Like actually have a genuine conversation. Have you had a conversation with anyone that isn't me in three years? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, try to have some conversations with some new people. And when I say conversations, I mean like actually talk to someone, learn about them, say something personal to them you know have a reciprocal conversation where you're being human beings in a space like wherever it may be 
networking events can be good for this if you can get into the right space. If the people aren't grifters. Even if they are. Some people... Gr- grifters can be entertaining. Some Yeah, but some people just listen to you and it feels like a genuine connection, but they're just trying to sell you something. Yeah, but I mean, it makes you feel better. I barely even fucking try to sell people wine anymore. Like, it usually takes you being like, by the way, this guy owns a wine. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't... Yeah. But yeah, try to talk to somebody new. I mean, it's it's really it's really helpful and useful to learn perspective or to gain perspective on because everyone's got is inundated with information. They've got they're in their head about shit all week, and every day you're you're in your head about something, and it's sometimes very very useful just to bounce that off of people that have an entirely different life experience, and just to kind of realize it's like, oh okay, there's other people are experiencing other shit like. Life gets hard and people get depressed when they think that they're alone in their struggles and they think that they're the only ones that are having troubles or that are the only ones that are freaking out or stressed or whatever, scared of the world or scared of the future. It's very, very calming to learn that it's kind of a generally accepted idea that the world is fucked right now. And, God damn it, and things aren't fair. Like, yeah, I don't know, just talk to some new people and uh, you might be surprised because... And try not to be like, don't be confrontational, don't be political, don't be whatever. Try to be agreeable, don't offend people, and just see where see where conversations can go. Because you don't need to force your opinions on everybody. But um, yeah, do some listening, do some talking. It might do you some fucking good. And uh, they might have free sandwiches at the end. This has been the Sandwich Podcast. Um, thank you for listening. <clears throat> I'll call beyond this point. Just Google it. You'll probably find it. Um, I don't actually know. Our SEO is not can't be great. So uh, I was gonna say if you don't really need to say that because if they're listening, they've already found it. Just saying. Yeah, but if you're listening and you don't, <laughs> if you don't follow us, follow us, please, because we have like sixteen Instagram followers. Um, yeah, we're both fathers of four children, and we need to feed them. So, and I would love for you. I don't know. Um, I just want to end this podcast by saying, "Rest in peace, Coolio." Just found out he passed uh, away uh, just before we started recording. The uh, famous rapper of Gangsters Paradise. That's why you're so depressed. Um. I've been spending most of our lives living in a gangster's paradise. No, I'm not tone deaf. Fuck off. I just can't sing. Um, he just <laughs> passed away at the age of 59 today, um, like an hour ago. Um, I'm not sure of the details yet, but uh, I just want to dedicate this episode to Coolio. Um, do you know, fun fact, uh, the sample that he's using on Gangster's Paradise, I think is a, I want to say Stevie Wonder song. Um, and the only reason he was able to get approval from that from his estate is because he doesn't curse in the song. Hmm. Listen to Gangster's Paradise on Spotify right now and uh, like be listening for it. He doesn't curse a single time. Wow. That's why he's like, fool. It's like, <laughs> Coolio usually says the N-word all the time. Yeah. He doesn't the entire time because that's that was the agreement from the... Uh, from the uh, the the estate of Stevie Wonder was mm. to uh, you can't curse in the song. Cool. And so he doesn't. And then that also helped it get to um, uh, radio 
plays. Yeah. Was because it was already clean. Yeah. They didn't have to compromise. Compromise. They didn't have to bleep anything, edit anything. So that actually was like one of the biggest reasons why Coolio uh, became popular because I can name fucking two Coolio songs. Hmm. Um, he was one of the first guests on Hot Ones, fun fact. Cool. Before Hot Ones was like <laughs> big. big. Yeah. Because Hot Ones is owned by Complex, which is like a hip hop magazine. So they were able to get like the agents of like weird hip hop rap, like under yeah. like more or less underground rappers on the show before now it's like good fucking luck getting on hot ones. Yeah. Like you gotta be big fucking. Cause like, you know, what's funny. I actually started watching hot ones like the second season, like back when it was like shitty production and everything because I watched, Oh, I was a fan of complex like for their hip hop content. And then they posted to this one time, this first we feast, whatever. And I've been a fan ever since, but I was like, actually, I'm like, you know what? A genuine goal of mine is to be famous enough. that I can get a hot ones in like season two. Yeah. And now on like season 18, I'm like, there's no fucking <laughs> there's way. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, name a Courtney Kardashian, like, you know, name a person. Posty. Post Malone. Actually, Post Malone was on really early as well. Yeah. And he was like not famous. DJ Khaled was on. He only got through like four wings out of 10 and just dipped. Who's that chick that was just stone cold through the whole thing? There's a few of them. An actress. Um, yeah, she's just like... I think Elizabeth hmm. Olsen was like... Maybe. Pretty good. Um, yeah, one of them like mainlined the fucking hottest sauce. I like got a spoon. They're like, oh, I want to yeah. taste more of it. Yeah, yeah, There's been some good ones. But anyway, Coolio. Yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, Coolio was one of the first people on the show. Yeah. And apparently uh, he like was like, where's a washroom? And they showed... Like they told him where it was. And then they like went to go check on him. And he was... There's like a couches in the green room like before you go to record and he was fucking passed out like in sweat like <laughs> on the on the couch for like an hour and a half <laughs> like, wow. just fucking it literally killed him um that's incredible yeah so painted. rest in peace coolio that sucks 59 man not old but also pretty cool life maybe i, don't, I really don't know much about him. that's fair just i just thought i'd mention it yeah. So um rest in peace at fifty nine Coolio, rest in peace at twenty seven Willows. Um we will and Tyler will probably die around seventy, uh between the barn and the house. Uh do, because of inflation it'll be more like ninety, but Or thirty. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh bye. Alcohol beyond this point podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast.